Okay, you guys, welcome to the Make a Dent podcast. I am so, so excited to have on my good friend Barb of Sweet Mac Shop. Uh, many, many talents. Oh, I cannot wait to dive into this episode. Barb, thank you so much for saying yes. Thanks for being my friend. Thanks for being on the podcast and welcome. Aw, thanks. Welcome. Love to be I'm, here. I'm so happy that you're here. So I have so many things to dive in with you, but let's give the people a little bit of a background. Um, I'm going to okay. tell them what I know, and then you correct me and jump in. Is that okay? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> okay. So you had a brick and mortar shop before you decided to do Sweet Max. Sweet Max yes. at Sweet Max Shop on Instagram. Sweet Max Shop. Yep. And probably Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook and it is Sweet Mac Shop. You just won't ever find me there. Okay, okay. So <laughs> at Sweet Mac Shop on Graham and you started about a year ago. Yep. Okay. Yep. And before this, you had a brick and mortar um, place and it was, t describe kind of what kind of brick and mortar it was. Interior design. So interior design <laughs> was my background. And so I had a store that was a home decor store. Uh, everything that you might find at the silos in Magnolia and Waco, Texas. Just very trendy, very fun, very uh, unique, locally made artisans that were in my store. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's still yeah. it's still up and running. It's right. Yeah. Right. It's still going. You just yeah. exited. I just sold it. Yeah. It. Okay. Congratulations. Yep. That's awesome. How long were you in it? Um, four years. I started it and uh, built it. So we started out in a 400 square foot space and then we grew to 4,000 square feet. Holy gosh. Now this, yeah. I mean, 400 to 4,000, this is actually very symbolic of your past year uh, for your new mm -hmm. endeavor, I think. So when we met, I think that you had probably 2,000 followers on Instagram. Now, we know that followers aren't everything because you can buy followers, but yours are organic. And you now just broke over 11,000? 12. 12,000. Okay. I didn't check it for two days and now we're over 12,000. Congratulations. And, and the re that is insanely impressive. Now I have my theory on what I was able to see from an outside perspective on how you were able to grow that. You are ambitious in all your endeavors, as we can see, from 400 to 4,000, from nothing to 12,000 in a year. I have a question before we really dive into Sweet Max and some yeah. other like business stuff. Have you always been entrepreneurial? Yes, yes. It, I feel like, and I, and I explained it to my husband this way, I, just even a couple months ago when we were looking at another brick and mortar to maybe move Sweet Max into, and I said, I have this fire this spirit that just has to create and not just create, but create and share and build. So like, I, I love, I love, uh, I actually just read the book by Ellen Bennett three first details later. And it's just encompasses kind of how I think where I just jump all in. I'm just, I'm all in a hundred percent. And then I figure out my infrastructure and I tend to do that more than not, but there's something about, connecting with humans and and i feel like that's why my account has has gone the way it is because i answer every dm i give everyone equal amount of time i invest in them so that they can go on and learn and know and perfect and teach i love that is that the, do you think that's the thing that drives you the most is human connection and the creative side of it as far as like fueling that fire and creativity. You to go all in. Creativity. I am a creative brain from dawn to dusk where I can just even sitting here right now, I just came up with three really cool real concepts that I think I'm gonna uh, bang out later. Like I just always am in the creating space and and that is why like we talk about followers on Instagram. I actually can't follow very many people because I feel like sometimes if I see that they're, what they're doing might be a little bit like mine, then I'll second guess myself. And I never wanna duplicate anybody on purpose. Obviously copying is the greatest form of flattery, but mm -hmm. for me to stay in my little creative space, I have, to, I have to keep what I see and what I'm exposed to, to a minimum. I don't watch TV. I don't watch, like I rarely watch movies. I always am just thinking thinking, mm -hmm. thinking. 
Um, well, you've done an incredible job. And I, I just love to hear what fuels people because I think a lot of times if someone doesn't know outside perspective, hearing about entrepreneurship or an entrepreneur, I think a lot of people think it's money driven at times. Yeah. Yep. 90% think, of the time people think that we're millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. LOL. 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 Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> when like the exact opposite is yeah, likely yeah, true, especially, especially for the first years yeah. right yeah yeah you're not Especially entitled to that big money until you mm. put the work into it but it. putting the work into it you're not getting paid for all the hours that you right. are yeah so we'll finish off this background here so you started sweet mac shop and it's macarons did i say yes. it properly uh it's kind of like a real flummy macaron. macaron i gotta know more french oh, macaron. Macaron. Okay. Yeah. Macaron. Got it. <laughs> So, and so we call we've Max. talked, Max, we've, we've talked before and you hadn't made any prior to basically launching your business, right? No. The first day I made them, I sold them. End of story. They are not the easiest thing to make either. If anyone's nope. ever attempted a French macaron, it is, uh, there's technique, there's process, and you just teach, 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 which I love so much about your account. And to me, when I heard about kind of your strategy, it was a little bit different than I thought. I thought you were just going to be selling, like making Max and selling them. And you are, but tell us about your strategy and like what your business is because you do so much education and you give away so much free advice. Like that's like a ridiculous yeah. amount. Yes, and I kind of know why, I but do. I want to hear you. Why, why, why do you do that? And what's, what are you kind of structuring? How are you structuring your business? Cause it's not just like, you're not just making Max. Not just making Max. So you got to pay for your party, right? So you got to pay for, you know, whatever comes down the road. So we making them and selling them, that was the knee jerk business initially until I, until I started going to other accounts to try to find out tips on how I could do something. And everyone was so tight lipped and I was like, that's fine, but you're in North Carolina. I am not going to infringe on your business. But so often people don't know who you are, especially when you're a small account. Are you their competition's neighbor, you know, mm. asking them questions? So it's like a real, like a real quiet space when it comes to helping. Everyone is super friendly, but yeah. you don't get a lot of helpers. And uh, so then my, then my, my eyes started getting open to the things I could do. And so we went from a bakery, which we still bake. We just did a pop-up shop, but that was to pay for something, you know, that's to pay for something. But right. we went from that to, we grew this national, right? This national audience. Right. So before we had a real local audience and then it just mm -hmm. blew up into national. And so then it's me balancing, talking to my local customers and then talking to my national customers. Cause you gotta think I'm teaching my locals how to do my job. Yeah. So, but then here's the bottom line. People still line up down the road for our pop-up shops, even though I've given them all the tools to make them themselves yep. because they're there for me. Yes. The experience. They're, they're there to support me and my brand. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And so with big picture stuff with your business, what are you trying? Like, how do you describe your business to people that like, I guess anyone, but I just, I think may, maybe you just say like, I make macarons, but I like, I know there's more like I know your goals are more. So what is like, what is your business? What do you think your business is? If you had to like summarize it and what's your kind of like big picture goal? So my big picture goal is just to, to enable everyone with the skills to be successful. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I describe my business, I say I have an online baking business that doesn't even cover it. Right. I have an online consulting business that doesn't cover it. I have an online group of amazing followers who feed my cup every day with our interactions. Well, that doesn't yeah. even start to cover it. Like, so I, it's, it's kind of this weird thing. And then we have our big website launching next week. And that is going to house all of our free, free recipes, which is unheard of because people just, you know, they keep them locked up and that's, and that's great for them. But for me, I don't want to make money off of them. I want to find companies that are going to advertise with me 
and I want them to send me product that I can try so I can show mm -hmm. people this works with this and this works with that and this maybe doesn't work as well. You know, like I want to, I just want to, I want to be like the, the target of the Mac world where they come in for their pharmacy and they're leaving with the new Taylor Swift CD and possibly a really cool pair of camo shorts. You know, like I just oh, kind of yeah. want to be like the one-stop shop. I love it. Oh, and you've done, you've just, you're so well on your way and it's been so fun to watch. So you built your business. It seems to me through an incredible amount of hustle and grind, like insane. The amount that you post makes me tired because I am like, I can never, like, I just can't, I just couldn't keep up and I'm so impressed. And it seems you came in right place, right time, but you looked you saw the opportunity of reels when because it had just the launched, first day right? the, the first, first day the first day oh okay so you saw the opportunity of reels and you dived in head first more than anyone i have ever seen on ground yeah. today and is that is that a major contributor to your growth do you, you know it's so it's so funny so i have two reels right now that just keep jumping up twenty thousand views a day one of them is a ridiculous where I remixed the, a guy's reel where I have my Mac and then it switches music and we're both wearing bonnets. Uh -huh. So that reel has over 500,000. And then I did this really cool mixing video for Chef Master. And that reel has real close to 500,000. And it's, but those aren't followers for me, right? Mm -hmm. the, just because you oh, see someone's views, reel, yeah. Views, yeah. you don't go follow them. But it does help with the three rule that I believe in. It takes three positive interactions with our account to be sold for life. So if they can connect with one of my funny reels or jam out to 90s music on a, on an off day, then I feel like that that's just one step closer for them becoming part of us. It was a, it's been a good way for you to show your brand because when I yeah. think about you, I think bright and colorful. I think <laughs> like exceptional macarons and your bubbly, sparkling, bright personality dancing and rapping to 90s hip-hop that's what i think yeah of. And yeah that's part of your brand that right? is my brand <laughs> that is your brand and, and it gets but people get to see you and that's what i think and like what your brand is about and then they get to see oh my gosh look at these great things and these free recipes and then yeah they come and follow you know before the gram was a very curated place right we could go to someone's feed and everything's in the same filter and everything is like perfect and the lighting and, and it and people just aren't connecting with that as much I don't I don't think and so for right. me I'm my true and unapologetic self every day when I'm dancing in my kitchen yes you're gonna find out whether the camera's on or the camera's not on I'm actually switching out Max as we speak oh here we go so yes listeners check out the YouTube video, but she is literally, oh, they're a pistachio out of the color, oven. but what is the proper color for that? I called it pistachio. Uh, this, this is a moss green, but moss you can green. call it pistachio. That's a really dark redwood or a mauve. Okay. And then we got one they more look amazing sheet. for podcast users. Go check them out yeah, on her gram and take a look at this. Yes. We are getting behind the scenes look as we speak right now. Yeah. So do you think, so, what was your strategy going in? Was your strategy going in to gain like the attention from starting from zero, starting your business brand new? Was it just to post as much as possible or what? So I, so I hired, I hired someone, right? So I took one of those 14 day challenges and it opened up. So I had always run a business from my brick and mortar, but it was, it was just me on my intuition, right? So I hired someone for one of those 14 day challenges and I learned a lot, but then in the ultimate end game, I had to go with my instinct a lot too. So I switched it up. So every day I post a story, a, a color combination, something of that. And then I post a supporting reel mm -hmm. to that topic. And that is just something I felt like, okay, well, I can tell them about this but then I can show them too yeah. in a 30 second clip, how to get this. It's having someone give you a little bit of structure so yeah. then you can have that freedom of creativity to flow. So yeah. otherwise you can feel a little upside down and a little backwards. 
so I just had someone say, okay, try this and try this and try this. And so I tried that, tried that, tried that. And then I really just went to my roots and I just dug deep for, okay, what do I want to see on a page? What do I want to experience on a page? How do I want my page to be? And I went from perfectly staged photos of these cookies to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. to me and all the, like I, I got away from what I thought people wanted that perfectly manicured page to just raw unapologetic mm-hmm. me. And that was when the, the switch happened. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, um, well, well, you guys have to check it out. It's incredible. Now you've been able to get a lot of opportunities and collaborations because of your hard work and hustle and grind. And yeah. did yeah. you tell me that you are now doing like some branding consulting for people too? Yeah, yeah. Like you so I'm helping for a pretty big company, right? Yeah. Okay, a pretty good sized company, yeah. and you're doing what rebranding for them? Yep, I'm helping them navigate their social media during a rebrand. Absolutely. So, you know, and I think this is why you can hire professional people to do that, or. And I'm professional. Like I know everything about business. I know everything about social media. But I also have this brain that just won't quit. Mm-hmm. And I will think of things and like all day long, just voice message them. Okay, we need to do actually do this with this and this. Yeah. And then we take those that bucket of ideas and we sift through it and we come up with the best strategy. And so I'm, am I, am I an expert at it? I'm an expert at creativity. So to me, and I have, I have polished my brand. Mm -hmm. Am I done polishing my brand? Oh, absolutely not. There is no finish. Because for me, like, it's so hard, right? We all like base our value on that number. Like, oh, I got to hit 10,000. I got to hit 10,000. And like, all we want is to swipe up. Look at the things I swiped up to. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's nuggets. I should do a swipe up to Dottie's. I, you know, like... (laughs) I use it for like the most goofy things because we just, we just want that number. We want that number. And then we hit that number and we're like, okay, we got it. We're, we're, we're valuable. But when really it's hard for us to say, Hey, I'm valuable. Even at 3000 followers, Mm -hmm. I'm valuable at 1500 followers. Underestimate me. I dare you. Mm -hmm. I'm valuable Mm -hmm. at 600 followers. And that was for me. And now, and now I'm kind of going through this thing where, I feel like I belong at the 400,000 table. I feel like I have the right to, to go up to someone with the 400,000 followers and be like, I'm valuable. Follow me, notice me, but I'm not Mm -hmm. because for them, I'm just still this little account. But for me, I, I'm like this, you know, Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm huge. That's what it feels like. Are you, so I want to talk about the branding thing for a second and I might jump back because I, I have another question yeah. about social media in general, but did you, um, do you get as much enjoyment and fulfillment? I, I think, I don't know if you're just starting in on this branding, uh, consulting and stuff like that. I know that, uh, you know, I've reached out to you <laughs> and I, I begged you to talk to me after this podcast about some of my stuff, um, and strategy stuff, but do you get as much fulfillment doing that for other people as you do for yourself? I feel like I get inspired and I love creativity on any platform, whether it's my account or people's accounts, or, you know, like I start out just making reels for a couple of companies Yeah. and they would pay me to make reels for them. And now I'm like, I'm, I love it. I love feeling their accomplishment. I love feeling that. Do you have, is, do you have a deep, like a, um, Cause that's kind of like influencer income. I don't know what you want to call it, but do you have, are you monetizing that pretty regularly? Like are people requesting you fairly often or do you have a couple companies you're consistently working with? I have a couple, couple companies I'm consistently working with, but I'm consistently working towards bigger. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not right. The companies I work with now, I love them. I believe in their brand. And that's one thing that I'm never going to be an influencer by the way of, I am not going to talk about any, just any old thing. Mm -hmm. I have to know it, love it, believe in it, use it, cherish it, 
like it's mine for me to talk about it. And I will always keep that standard. Otherwise I just become white noise in the sea of influencers. And, you know, and I don't want to be that. I want, I want to matter. I want people to know that if I talk about something, it's because it works or it's wonderful. Half the things I promote on our page, I get not a cent from, from companies. Mm -hmm. I just promote them because they're great products for what I'm doing. And Will you, if if they were to reach out, is that something that you're willing to monetize if you believe about it, like affiliate type marketing stuff or collaboration or sponsored stuff? Cool. Yeah, at the end of the the day, I still have to pay for the party, right? So I still have to pay for, you know, (laughs) like I can, I can work for free all day long, but at the end of the day, you do have to have something coming in so you can keep your business going. So you can pay the SEO professional to build the website. So you can pay someone to help clean up your Pinterest board. So you can have someone teach you Mm -hmm. about how to blog. You know, you still have to have, I don't know everything, so I still need money coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you think that there's still opportunity for people on Reels to utilize Reels to help? Yeah. I think this this is my one advice about Instagram if they launch something new do it Mm -hmm. they launched live rooms do them Mm -hmm. have three of your buddies on the live room I feel like if Instagram won't launch something they want to push that thing forward right they're trying to be the target of social media they want to be snapchat they want to be you know myspace they want to be facebook they want to be you know they want to be all these things too in one spot so if they're going to tell you something like if they're going to introduce reels that means it's probably not going to be algorithm which means it shows it to a hundred percent of a hundred percent so right now your posts are so algorithm based on your engagement and your following number that sometimes your post might be only be seen by 10 percent of your following right where reels, reels are pushed out to are shown to 100 percent. yeah okay yep yep so it, is the advice you're giving like if you were uh i want to give i want to give the audience here some real tangible stuff no matter where they're at if they have a business if they're trying to grow their personal yep. brand uh yep. if they are working for a big company is that the strategy and technique that you would recommend is kind of what you said like a post and then a reel associated with that post and then stories kind of all tied in in general I know that's hard because it depends on the business yeah, or the de- person or the depends or on the, the business company, but uh, it depends on the business and depends on your following I have a very active following mm-hmm. I get 300 to 400 dms a day Ooh. from people just connecting with me and I connect back I answer every single one of them mm-hmm. um so it's it's different for my account now if it was just like someone running a business sometimes it's not tolerated to post that much you know like it depends on where your business is at and what your platform is and what you're selling so for me for you i would say i post once a day and then i post a reel and i Mm -hmm. i could post seven reels a day that's how many reels i make Mm -hmm. like it's hard for me just to post that i want to post five reels every day uh-huh. I love reels I love yeah. reels yeah. but um would people get sick of that yeah probably have you oh my gosh okay I'm gonna ask one question then come back have you dived into TikTok as much as reels I'm not on TikTok do you think you might <laughs> so I I had TikTok to monitor the 12 year old who lives and dies by a TikTok like um I got on there to monitor that yeah and everyone says you need to move to TikTok. And I have I have 37,000 four-second videos saved in my phone right now. So could I do TikTok with a walk in the park? Yeah. But what do I love about Instagram? Instagram is people who want to do what I do connecting with me. TikTok is people wanting to be entertained by what you do. Mm-hmm. It's a different market. Mm-hmm. So I just, I know I need to, I know I need to get to TikTok. <laughs> And now I do, but here's another thing. TikTok doesn't, TikTok doesn't go well on Instagram. If you post your TikTok onto Instagram, right. one, the sync is now off. Have you noticed that they've adjusted yes. the, 
Yeah, you have to. Yep. So you're not synced up with the words. And two, they're not a big fan. It'd be like you taking McDonald's into a into a Chipotle. Like they're gonna love that? No. Are they gonna allow it? Probably. So for me, I just really focus on the platform at, that I can connect with. But I see the value in TikTok. I see if I wanted to get more followers, TikTok would be where I go. Uh-huh. But I want real followers that really like value me, value my time aren't demanding in my dms understand who i am and so i kind of just stay where i'm at got you i think that you could i think that you could do the same thing on TikTok. but i hear what you're saying and about the strategy i also think you could you can take your reels and put them on TikTok. so you go reverse and then find the audio in TikTok and do that organic audio in TikTok. you could do the same thing and it's a little bit easier to edit I've found then reels, but I'm interested to see if and when you do dive in, because I think that you would absolutely blow up and then you could potentially, with how you are and your personality, I think the people who are gonna wanna stick around are gonna stick around, they're gonna be loyal and then they would end up on your gram. That's just what I've seen after spending hours every night on it because I'm slightly addicted. But I uh, I love that you have like a strategy and um, and you know like really where your market is and you're focused on that i love it i love it what are some of the most difficult parts of social media would you say for you uh some of the hardest parts of social media are you know finding the time right so not only am i a full-time baker but i'm a full-time mom and a full-time wife and a full-time you know volunteer and a full-time community member and so it's like really finding that balance where you're in the present, you're living, you're around your family, and then also, you know, being on Instagram for your Instagram family. So uh, I, lo- I love social media. I do. I love social media. But there comes a point where sometimes your family needs you. Mm-hmm. So that just has to be set aside. Yeah. And, and also, like, I, I hate the people who don't know you who just want to burn down your house instead of just unfollow you. Like, I don't, I haven't experienced this yet. And, and bless, bless my heart, I'm glad I haven't. But I really dread the day when someone's just like, just, just no sensory and just let you have it. Like, I worry about that day. Because people are real brave behind keyboards. Oh, they are. What worries you about that so much i'm so interested in that i understand yeah what worries you about that so much i think it's just you know you it's just like okay before you hit ten thousand, you see the ones digit and if you ever are watching it real time and that ones digit goes down a number you instantly doubt everything you're doing (laughs) for what a a bot it's probably a bot but all your value has just been stacked on that number so then it goes down and you're like well that's it no one cares no one likes me no one and it really is it's just that needing to please everybody right so i'm in general i'm a we're probably getting deeper than what you want with this but uh in general i'm a pleaser i'm a pleaser and i and i want people to have a good time and i want people to be left better than what I found them, you know? Mm-hmm. So if, if I get this a negative message or so, something that's a little abrasive, how will I handle that? I don't know, you know? Yeah. Are Luckily doing, it hasn't happened, but. Are you doing anything to, to, to get ready to handle that? Because this is why I actually want to go deep on this. I worry a lot about how much value is in followers. That's why I very rarely call the people on my gram followers i don't like to i don't like the word uh people are very hung up on views and followers and how how that does translates to their own personal value and yeah. so i think there needs to be more discussion on the reality of the situation that it actually doesn't determine your value which we hit on at the beginning and i'm so glad you did yeah and uh but also this is a very real thing because i've actually been waiting i, I got like one funny thing on one of my tiktoks which my tiktok's just ridiculous um, and I made a joke about it, but I, I also, I have a very similar feeling where I'm like, okay, at what point do I start getting, oh, like people are going to start giving me a whole bunch of crap for, uh, how I dress or 
for my hair. Anything, anything. Right, Something right. I Just said, attacking, attacking some, you. Some cinnamon roll I made. Right. Some, right. So right. I think right. it's important. So how are you? How are you kind of like mentally and emotionally preparing for that? And maybe you haven't yet. Maybe you're just kind of thinking about it, but. So I think, you know, right when you're first starting, right, you're just, like I said, you want that 10K. You want that 10K. You want the status of not even the swipe up, but you want to feel relevant and you want to feel like you have value. So you put all your eggs on the follower basket. So then it's really easy to feel not valued when that number goes down. Right. You feel, you don't feel like you're value when it goes up, but you feel like you're mm -hmm. not value when it drops <laughs> down because yeah. it's the negative, right? It's the negative impact. And you know, what I've, what I've done on my account, I feel like is a little bit of a unicorn. One, no one grows 12,000 in a year, probably. Exactly. Two, I have great followers. I have great followers that if someone even made kind of an off remark, it's like they're like the squad, man. They're like mm -hmm. almost protecting me in a way. It's very sweet. Like I, if someone votes no on a poll, I was doing this whole color series and I said, oh man, are you sick of me? I'm sick of me. Like I tend to like already call it out before it happens. That's yeah. my strategy. Like call out yeah. the Karens, sorry, Karen, mm -hmm. but call out the Karens before the Karens come at you. And you know, if, if someone marks no on a poll, I have 10 DMs. I can't believe them. Who do they think they are? Yeah. Don't they know? Like they're just protecting me without even understanding that they're protecting me. And it's so endearing. It's so endearing, but I just have to remind myself constantly. One, I'm valuable even if people don't see my value. Mm -hmm. And two, what did numbers ever get us that connection didn't, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you if you want 10,000 followers, go buy them. Go buy mm -hmm. your 10,000 followers. Mm -hmm. Me, my point of success is my engagement, my insights, how many people are watching my stories? How many people are staying on my stories? Like, I, I want I want to know that they're here for more than just to fluff their account. And I want them right. to know that I value them more than the number. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this will resonate with you at all, but I, I do feel like when you're in this situation, um, and I'm not there yet, but I have thought about it. But when you're in the situation of potentially, like you're in the public eye, and you're like trying to be for a whole bunch of different reasons, connection, creativity, uh, whatever. I, maybe I wanna sell a shirt later and I would like to give so much value that people really wanna buy that shirt because I've given them so much, whatever. Whatever it is, I think you have to, you have to start kind of preparing and, and think about, one thing I learned kind of the hard way running a business, uh, brick and mortar with employees is I was so close and I still am to a lot of my employees. Like I really want it to be a good place to work. I really want it to be company culture, uh, employee satisfaction first. But it got to the point where I was so emotional about if they quit or if we ended yeah. on a bad note that yeah. I had to, I actually had to kind of stop. I had to yeah. kind of put up a little bit of a wall, um, yeah. which I normally would not like to do in a lot of situations. But do you, have you thought about that? Like very much Yeah. about yeah. kind of like taking a little bit of a step back on like, and that's hard. It's so hard when that's genuinely your authentic self to like be vulnerable and be real. But I just, I'm just thinking about that out loud in this moment, like yeah. at that point. Where so I had, I had, like, oh. I had an account that was bigger than mine say to me, you just delete the DMs. And I'm like, you what? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that is not how I am. That's not how I've ever been. Um, I don't know that I could do that. And so I, it was hard for me to like, even think of that, even now, just saying out loud, I'm like, oh, I would never, I would just never openly delete someone's message to me. Like they're trying to find answers or connect, but I think there comes to some point, the bigger I get, I can't spend hours every day on the DMs because Oh, yeah. I'm still running my business. So I'm sure the day is going to come when I'm not going to be able to answer everybody. And that's going to actually probably like you break my heart more than yeah. break theirs. Yeah. So. Well, and I think too, one, another thing that we learned in the brick and mortar that I tell my team is like, um, the customer actually isn't always right. 
And so, and also don't take crap, don't give crap. That's like a family value that I have. And I translate that to business saying, if someone's giving you crap at the window and you are right, you can be kind. And if they are like being mean, you can refuse service. And I want you to refuse service. You can give them one more chance and say something like, if you're gonna keep talking to me like that, I just can't help you and you're gonna need hey, You can draw your line, you can draw so your line. That's what I'm thinking of like, you know, maybe the DMs you delete are just mean ones, <laughs> you know, and not because you got to think about your emotional availability and the value that you, you know, your energy stores and what you're going to give and where you're going to give it. But that's, that is something sure. to think about. Now, mind you, I've never had a, I've never had a mean DM yet. So for me, I'm like, I'm just getting all these nice, wonderful DMs. I want to respond to every one of them. It'll, it'll come. I think I would be able to brave. delete the mean ones. Yeah, because people are super brave and obnoxious behind the keyboard and bored. And they just don't have anything better yeah. to do. So I think it's just better to kind of like mentally prepare. I have to ask you a couple things. We are we are pretty close on our time. Um, but I have missed, I'm going to take a big like left, left turn. I've missed music so much, Barb. I've missed music yeah. so much it hurts. I bought tickets to Justin Bieber, Bieber the other day. He had announced Salt Lake. He canceled. I bought tickets. I dropped some coin, Barb, because I was so excited, and he canceled. But I want to hear, in your bio, it says something about 90s rap, or maybe just yep. says 90s rap. Yeah, 90s bio, rap. I want to talk about concerts you've been to, favorite <laughs> oh, old school ooh, concerts you've yes. been to, or who you would love to see right now, like of in, from any era. Um, so I've been to... JT Justin Timberlake. Oh, and I went. To, I went to Justin Timberlake as a mom, like full mom, three kids home, yeah. and I am like burning that. Like he was mm. within touching distance of me yes. when his stage JT. moved, and I'm like instead of like enjoying the moment, I'm like Facebooking, like look, yeah. <laughs> like, where his feet are, I'm touching where his feet are, but like I epic. Yes, Jade. I mean, if you're gonna go to a concert, don't waste your your money on the small stuff. But other concerts I've been to, I went and saw Pink when she was playing the the county uh, fairgrounds. I saw her twice. Back before twice. Pink was Pink. I mean, she was Pink, but she wasn't Pink. County Green. Oh, yeah. County. I county I saw her at the county. She stepped down. She visited with me for a minute, and she went on. Like uh, it was she, like she is uh, a champion. I could spend she, she, an entire hour talking about pink. She oh has gosh. overcome some things. She mm -hmm. is, she's a queen. Um, some other, some other concerts I've been to, I'm trying to think it's been so long since I've seen music, how about, right? How about your top three rappers dead or alive? Cause you said 90s. Top three, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Did it say 90s rap in your bio? 90s, 90s rap, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, top 90s three rappers, rap. let's uh, go. Uh, Tom Logue. Okay. Uh, LL Cool J. Mm -hmm. Tupac, rest in peace. Oh, Notorious B, rest in peace. <laughs> Nipsey Hussle, rest in oh, peace. Like gosh. Nipsey Absolutely. wasn't rapping back in the 90s, but man, uh, Hustle mm -hmm. Motivate is the song I play in my kitchen every morning to get me yeah. going. But, um, yeah. you know, Salt and Peppa. Mm -hmm. um, here I go. There's just. Here I go. Here I go again. Yeah, yeah. There's so <laughs> many. TLC was a, a big one growing up. Fan mm -hmm. club or fan mail, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Jan Jackson. There is just so many. But when it comes to like good, honest rap, I just looked one up. The, do you remember the Skeletones with ska music? It's the Skeletones. What song? Do you remember? Skeleton, like, Skeletones. I just Skeletons. did a reel to it where I'm jumping. But we, okay. I used to listen to spa music. Blink 182 uh -huh. grew up in the same neighborhood I did. Yep. Uh, oh my god! You know, just so many like uh, Lincoln we, Park. We have some original Jay origins because I did. Uh, I grew up on country from my country father, so I grew up on country. Then got asked to join a band, and we played super heavy music because I play guitar. And then that's when I went to my punk stage. So that's where I was my Blink yeah. 82 and lots of ska. The punk. Less than Jake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I love it. Okay, Barb. Well, so. I think we are pretty close on time, but 
I wanted to see what are, hang on one second here. We need to do a volume two on this. We're not yeah, done. Absolutely. No, I know we're not done. We like <laughs> scrape the surface. I would love a round two actually very, very soon if we could. I, I have to ask this. Well, when we're I don't together, know. when we're together in June, let's just do it. Let's do it. Yes, please. So yeah. I have to ask about this because he put it in my notes. Chris, my branding buddy, he, he did a little bit of research. He said, ask about the chicken story. Bringing home oh my gosh. Can we please hear the chicken story? And then I'm going to have you leave yes. us with a couple pieces of business advice. Okay. Okay. Chicken, chicken story. story. So the pandemic just hit. My husband's mm -hmm. out of work. All my interior design architect jobs stopped. The kids are home. We can't find eggs. We can't find anything. And I said, let's build a chicken coop. And this was <laughs> before wood was a million dollars. So we okay. built this like Nantucket dream house for chickens, right? Like okay. it's gorgeous. It's on our highlights. And he's like, now Barb, this coop holds seven to eight chickens. <laughs> And I heard seven or eight and I was like, yeah, 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 we're good. So mm -hmm. I go to the chicken store, the feed store, and here's the all these little store. chicks. Buck, 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 buck. Right. And I'm like, I'll take 19 of them. Seven or eight, 19 will fit. Let's all go home. So okay. I bought 18, I bought 18 chickens. Okay. And uh, I got home and he was like, WTF. And I'm like, right. Well, I bet it that you know, look how little they are, and the coop's so big, and it's fine. And he's like, they grow up, Barb. <laughs> and I was like, okay then. So now we still have, we had 18. One she turned out to be a he, and we couldn't have a rooster in our area. So mm -hmm. Princess Big Eyes, uh, you know, went to heaven. Uh, found, his, found his way to Jesus with some help. And uh, <laughs> I wanted to drop him into the backyard of our friends who were out of town. I thought that would be the funniest prank. Like, oh they get gosh. home from vacation and he was like a chicken clucking around their yes. backyard. But I got outvoted on that one. So, anyways, what? we still have all 17 girls. They're That's still what, alive. He actually put in here voting question mark. Voting question mark. Did you guys have a, Who voted? Who voted? Yeah, you said you lost the vote on that one. Oh, so my husband, I was like, let's just go drop it into our friend's backyard. And it's his business partner. And I was like, let's just, just go pop it over the yeah. wall. How funny would that be? That'd be so funny. We could mm -hmm. set up a camera when I got home. And he was like, no, Barb, no, that's no. ridiculous. But I told the business partner, he's like, that would have been the funniest yeah. crap. I'm like, no, I know, oh, I know. Well, I maybe we need to do a, a chicken prank when you're here just to like like yeah. I feel like I feel like that was unresolved well thank you so much so for I, oh, yeah ahead. oh I was like I did a chicken prank as a teenager and it was epic I thought it'd be really funny to steal a lawn ornament and take it to Italy with me and take pictures around Italy and then return oh. it with mm -hmm. the pictures uh -huh. and I broke it oh it got shoot the, the duck got smashed in the airline, so I have like this duck head I'm carrying around like the Vatican. Oh no, oh my gosh. <laughs> the Chapel, there's a duck head in the picture. So like oh. I had to return just the duck head and all oh, these cool rip. pictures. Yeah, oh my so gosh. it was good. Anyway, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna find yeah. a thing of poultry, some type of poultry, <laughs> and I'm gonna do the barber prank. I love that. Yeah, do So it. Do if it. you had, so Barb, if you have someone starting off, um, an online business, maybe not in food. We're not gonna say food. They're doing an online business. How would you tell them to like start their research on, you know, how they're gonna utilize Instagram or the socials for their brand, for their you know, own personal brand? What questions do they ask themselves? What do they do? So a couple couple points of advice on that. One, be aware of who you want your audience to be, right? If you want the soccer mom, talk to the soccer mom, mm -hmm. talk to someone like you. If you want someone completely unknowns to you, find an individual that reminds you of that brand and talk to them like you're talking to your friend. Mm -hmm. Now, if my favorite piece of advice for anyone starting out is you don't know what to spend your time on, right? You don't know where to spend, where to best spend your, like the flow of things. And 
here's the the quote I have everywhere in my house. If it doesn't matter in five years, don't give it five minutes. Mm. So when I was, when I'm building my brand now, if I'm not going to care about it in five years, I don't want to spend five minutes on it. Mm. So I love that. That is hugely valuable. Can I throw it back to you, Barb? And when you get your first nasty message, if it's not going to matter in five years, yep. but yep. I, I want you to not spend five seconds on it. Just, you know, it's done. Thank you. Keep reminding <laughs> me of this. Our friendship goes beyond this podcast. So when I get my first bad message, one, knowing me, I'll probably call the people out on my stories. Cause I'm a little feisty that way. <laughs> and, and two, I don't, it'd be someone who doesn't know me. Who's so disconnected from me. Who has, huh. It's more about them than me. And I'll it's just probably let it go. My last question. This is 100% selfish. Can you, can we take a second and look at my Instagram and yeah. I want you to give me a 60 second barb okay. branding, what you would do for my personal okay. brand. So it's at Sierra.mcleave. She's looking at it right now. We're going to look at it together. I messaged Barb two or three weeks ago and I said, yo, buddy, I need your help on how I should be utilizing all of the options on gram to grow my personal gram. Um, and so I want to see how you can, Barb, you can, we're close enough. We're good enough friends. You could be me. And I think this will be wildly helpful for people. So just people on the podcast right now, it's at Sierra.McCleave. I have 1,206 followers. That doesn't even matter. I'm following 2,063. I think she's going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> That's a little bit of background. My last three posts, it was a podcast advertisement for my one with electric edge, another one, and then me doing handstand pushups on a reel because I was really excited that I finally got handstand pushups. Yes. So when I first see your profile, one, I love your picture. It fits who you are. The first thing I would say is your bio. It's just like these little like, tell them, tell them who you are. Okay. Hey, quit. We're pausing, pausing for puppy intrusion. It's okay. Sorry. Um, I like. It's just it's, you're not speaking to me. You're telling okay. me about you. Tell okay. me why I need to be on your account. Mm, tell okay. me what I'm gonna find on your account, right? Okay. Um, sometimes the word entrepreneur, people are going to put a, a, a bar of what they're going to learn from you. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can be an entrepreneur and in, in your, if I, in your bio, I would just say, um, learning all the tools to be an entrepreneur and building business while pushups and dealing with real life. Like I am oh, telling okay. you about me. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's one thing. I love highlights that have all like have more uniform to them yes. and you need way more highlights, girl. I one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have eight. Yep. I think They're I have 70. They're not even up to date. So get that work on okay. that. Absolutely. I love it. And Anything then your, then your matrix, you know, your matrix is a lot of you talking or it's these uh, make a dent podcasts, right? So yes. I would try to find a way to break that up on your matrix. So these are okay. real close to like, I would, you know, find make a it. way to maybe break that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That. And then let's see how many, what do you got in your reels department? You have a lot. Oh yeah. You have enough. You have some. I mean, I have some. Hey, you have the one you have, you have the one I made you. Of course I do. I made you, that I made you a reel. One. Was that that's the beignet, the beignet that's one. The beignet one? And then I made you a collage one too. And I did Wait. it to Baby's Got Back, I think. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Those ones, Don't a couple of those nothing. live on the a couple of those live on the, on Dottie's, the page. Dottie's page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would do way more reels, friend. What do you think? And then okay. can I ask a follow up question so. on reels real quick? Because then I I really want to yeah. hear what you're gonna say. On reels, do you think like for my businessy stuff, how should I how should I approach that because I'm talking about business, I am talking about fitness, but I don't, I don't want to be a fitness instructor. It's just so much part of my life and it's helped me with every aspect of my life that I would feel wrong to not talk about it. It's like a big piece. So of then me. you're, you're just talking about your fitness journey. Yes. 
your journey as a fit in fitness. You're not how trying to be a fitness coach. How do you think I should utilize reels for business content? For business content, you're going to talk about things that apply to your business, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, for business con for like for Dottie's content, is that what you're talking about? It would be or for like, like the business Sierra, consulting. For Sierra like branding. Sierra branding. So like um, consulting, so, giving business tips. So I would do like a quote, quote, picture, quote on your matrix, mm -hmm. picture, quote, picture, like mm, throw in okay. quotes in there, uh, yeah. throw in, you know, fitness post every now and then throw in, um, you know, like two seconds with Sierra. I don't know. Come up with like something like, uh, like a little quip of something and then give like a two second advice tip once a week. Nice. Uh, it, for I re if I were you, I'd use your reels as that tips, tips on life. Mm, okay. So reels should be, reels should be informative, entertaining, or educational. Uh, yep. So if I were you, I would do reels about, well, if you're going to do 75 hard, here's how you prep. Three things you can do to prep for 75 hard. Mm. Two things you can do to prep for your morning meetings to get your hustle on. Oh. Three things you should do, three things you should do every day to you know, maximize your time as a business owner. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. I'm doing all those things. Thank you so much for the consulting advice that I <laughs> somehow swindled into the podcast. I hope other people find it valuable. <laughs> Barb knows what she's talking about. Barb, we have to do a round two. Thank you yes. so, so much for taking the time. I really think we only scraped the surface. Tell everyone yes. where they can find you and anything you have up and coming that you want to, people to know about. I know you have a website coming. What's on, what's on so the our website? So our website. Our website is sweetmacshop.com. Everything, okay. all of our handles are the same. Sweetmacshop, Instagram, sweetmacshop.com. Uh, that's going to be where all of our free recipes are, tips and tricks, color theory. We will teach you every last aspect of Max uh, for free. So, Absolutely. Yep. And next time, Barb, on the, on the video, will you show us your KitchenAid collection, please? Oh, you're gonna do it now? Let's do it now. That'll be the final thing. Oh, you want it next? Sorry. No, do it. Okay, now, I'll show you this please. for you and then I'm gonna Okay, here I come. The KitchenAid collection. I'm coming right collection. where you are. So she's walking right now into her kitchen for those on the podcast. Okay. She no, has... I'm talking I'm walking into my office. Into your and office. Here's one, two, there three, four, five, six, seven of them. And then there's five more around my house. <laughs> and they are every color. Every color. Every single color. I love it. I that, love my life in color. <laughs> it does. All right, Barb, thank you so much. Love to have you on. Thanks for making a dent in my life and in so many people's lives. Appreciate you. And I'm excited to see you next month. Yes, it's going to be a good time. Okay, we'll do it. I'm dying, for, I'm dying for Dotties. I'm craving it. Yes. Well, we will spend some time there for sure, Ecolachis, and do something, a chicken prank. That's what we'll do. Probably get <laughs> it's, on, it's on my Donkey Kong, friend. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Barb. Have a great one. See Thank ya. you. Bye.